Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the match preview show ahead of Tottenham versus Liverpool this Saturday afternoon. Delighted to say, joined by Sam Walker and Lewis Aspinall to have a big old chat about that one, gents. Thank you for joining us. Sam, I'll come to you first. You've just been saying me off camera there. Mm. Really looking forward to this one. It's a, it's a big game for Liverpool, it's a big game for Tottenham. Two sides are in good form, the spirits are high, and it, it is a big test for Liverpool. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's bizarre because we've reached that stage already in the season where the only other team I care about City. Because <laughs> <laughs> just where we are in the league. Um, and, you know, just with recent form, we've, you know, we haven't heard from, from Klopp yet, but sounds like there's no problems, extra problems in the squad. It just feels a feel good factor. And we're playing such good football. We've got some, some exciting players. And, and I like what Spurs are doing. And I like the way they're playing and, and how it'll gel with what we're doing. So I'm really excited for the game Saturday night. We we usually do well down there. It'll be a tough game. I don't know. Usually I'm dead nervous about these games. Arsenal away, City and I say, but for some reason I've got a real excitement about tomorrow. Like like I'm anticipating something big's going to happen. Absolutely. But just Sam just mentioned there, by the way, guys, just to let you know, we are recording this before Jürgen's press conference today. Um, so if anything happens, it comes out of that that we don't speak about there. That's, that's on us. But yeah. listen, we, Jürgen decides that he changes the times of these press conferences every single a week so you've just got to, you've got to hope for the best when you do these Lewis I'll come to you first mate thanks for joining us um, Sam's right Liverpool's record actually against Spurs over recent years has been very very good I think it's 2017 I think I'm right saying to yeah. the last beat us but I was, I've just done an opposition preview with Flav from the Fighting Cock that'll be out on Redmen Plus later and he said this is the first manager they've had in a while who's like a front foot manager mm. they've, they, they went from Nuno to Mourinho to Conte to Conte's mate at the end of last season Mason in between <laughs> Ryan Mason and stuff yes. and they've all been like defensive minded teams and I think that's suited Liverpool a little bit this is a Spurs that are going to come and try and play and Ange Postacoglu's Spurs are going to come and try and play so it is it's a different proposition for the Reds this time isn't it yeah 100% and I think as well with Tottenham it's Losing Kane has been a bit of a benefit for them with regards to the way they want to play. I think when Kane's there, you're going to play a bit more defensive because you've got someone who can hold the ball up. You know, he's great in the box, very strong player who can damage opposition defences. Son, Brennan Johnson, Kulisevsky, Madison, they all are attacking-minded players who are very quick on the ball and can cause problems for the opposition. I said last night on stream, I think Postacogli, the way he's playing, it's very reminiscent of Klopp when he first came to us. I think it's very... Doesn't matter if we concede three, we'll score four. Like, you'll get at you. They're not afraid to have a go. And he said that when he came in. I'm going to play the same way of football every game. Doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing. 
I'm going to get at the opposition and give them a go. Absolutely. And Sam, yeah, I've got some good players. We'll speak about Spurs, we'll speak about Liverpool. Um, now, Madison's been a bit of a doubt. He, he took a bit of a whack to, to his knee, but it, it suggests that he might be fit. Brennan Johnson's more un, is unlikely yeah. to play. They lost Perisic, he's done his ACL, he's out for yeah. the season. So we don't know exactly what Spurs we're going to get, but in terms of uh, Shane Lewis, right, they're going to probably be 4 3 3 without the ball. They do the inverted fullback thing when they've got it as well. Yeah. There's no real surprise here against Ange Postecoglou's mm-hmm. team. Like Jürgen always says, you know, when they do their research and they know sometimes you're going to get tweaked or you have to react. But I think Liverpool know what they're going to get out of Spurs. Yeah. They're going to want to. They want to keep the ball. They want to feed James Madison. They want to try and feed Son in behind. They're going to yeah. play a high line. There's no real surprises really. It does feel like two very similar teams and how they want to go and approach it. They both want the ball. They both got pace on the on the on the break. Mm-hmm. They both probably give you chances at the back as well. It, it's just it's going to be a very interesting one to see the the chess match in this one, isn't it? Definitely. And what I like about Postecoglou saying I'm going to play the way I play, and I hope he's right. I hope he hasn't spent all week planning for Liverpool because mm. that's what we get every week. Maybe City just do what they do, but everybody else plan, definitely plans for us and, and how we Changes play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope it looked like against Arsenal he didn't when they had another week off before that they played the same way. Then they got caught out and probably would have lost the game if Jesus scores, but. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I like that. This is what excites me about the game is that I think our press against them could be a an eye-opener for them. It's going to be different level to what they faced this year. Mm. Energy, you know, what we've got in midfield and attack now. I just think, I, I look at, they play a bit like us. Maybe, maybe we're a bit of a better team than they are across the board. Hopefully a bit more experienced. Them playing four at the back as well is not something we're used to. And the big thing for me, obviously with Johnson being out, it's interesting, but with Son playing in the number nine, where we've been punished by the likes of Son and other wingers, by the way, who, who tend to come in and score against us, Neto was a massive threat for Wolves, was they cut in and, and, and sort of hit the space between the fullback and, and the mm. defender. Whereas with Son playing the number nine, and he's not an Antonio-like player, I actually think that might play into our hands as long as Madison doesn't have the ball with the opportunity to play it through the lines. Because that's where you would back up Van Dijk, Canate, uh, Matthew ever plays t- to deal with him in a one-on-one situation, balls in the air, bouncing into him. He's not an Antonio type, is he? He's very much, yeah, I want to go in behind you. Mm. So yeah, I think I think it's going to be some interesting battles, but look, they're a good side, respect yeah. them. So let's just let's just see what comes. Yeah. And, and on that, Lewis, it's, it's, it is interesting because Son has hit Liverpool before. Obviously, it's a different Tottenham. There's no Harry Kane there again. He's, he's had success against us. But a lot of Son's success against Liverpool, I've always felt, has been those out to him runs the diagonals yeah. behind that and he's got in time and time again he's been, how many times has Son been running behind Liverpool with one-on-ones with Alisson yeah. he's often scored them occasionally he's fluffed his lines but it does feel like he's he is now the main man there's no Harry Kane Son's the captain he's the goal scorer he's up front Liverpool are, he is the one that you've got to keep an eye on because he has caused those issues albeit from a slightly different position yeah he's a brilliant he's a, on his day he's world class I don't think anyone can match what he does he, he offers something very unique where he's he can play in different positions and he can go into any of them he doesn't look any worse he can play him on the wing he looks brilliant through yeah. the middle he looks brilliant if i was him i feel like he's gonna maybe try and get a van dyke of anyone because i've i said a few days ago i think van dyke's pace is starting to go a bit and he's relying a bit on canate to come cover him so that'd be i feel like he'll be going for that side of the pitch where it's van dyke and trent or van dyke and gomez he just seems to want he just seems to want to be right to win doesn't he yeah, like, yeah. you think of son it does make sense again it'd be interesting if Brennan johnson is out he played left wing the other day obviously he's got no i mentioned before there's no perisic so we'll find out and madison again there's still a few doubts about them so we don't know exactly what we're going to get sam but let's flip it over to the pool then yeah. again i referenced before with our time recording we're not 100 sure on, on any stuff but we, what we do know is trent's trained for the last few days he's been back in full training for a couple of days now 
Is he, he's straight back in for you, do you think? It's, it's if, simple if, as listen, that. If Trent's training for four days and he's fine, he's in the team. He's, he's mm. never seen anything like Trent before. I still think he's the best right back in the world, only because he's the best footballer that plays right back. So therefore, by default, he's the best right back <laughs> in the world. Do you know what I mean? It makes sense, doesn't it? I just think what, like Gomez is brilliant. Uh, the only reason why he might not bring Trent back in is if he wants to balance the pace out on either side. So if you've got Van Dijk, who is quick, and Robbo, who's got a bit of pace, and then you've got Matip and Trent on that side, you're asking for it a bit. Um, if Richarlison plays on the left, you know it's not as much. He's quick, but he's not ridiculous. Like Johnson's actually much quicker, uh, and Son will be playing in the middle. So if he might, if he plays Canate, you might see Trent. If he plays Matip, you might see Gomez. Just purely horses for God. and because he's just come back from injury. But look, if it was me, you just play your best players. Let's flip it this way: if Kevin De Bruyne was available after three weeks out for Man City, the type of role he plays for them in terms of creating, he's going back in that side straight away without thinking twice. So Trent Alexander-Arnold is a 24-year-old athlete yeah. who's not usually injured. He's probably been given a few extra days as well by the way you just get him back in the side in my Absolutely. opinion I suppose the, the next question is, is kind of what, what Sam just touched upon earlier which is, is the other centre half so we know Arsenal being old Rob will be left back Virgil van Dijk's playing now there's a two that centre back so he's got Canate who really played a lot of minutes against uh, Leicester in the, in the League mm. Cup obviously Kwanzaa played had a really good game there Joe Gomez had a little niggle but apparently he's fine it was just precautionary he's got Joel Matip like, there, are, there are options there for Jürgen what do you, what would you do first of all, rather than what you think? Yeah, who would you play alongside Virgil there? Oh, Canate, hundred percent. I think the way he played against Leicester, he looked like the leader at the back. Yeah. He's so fast. He's so physically strong. And we saw last season at times his head started to go a bit. If he if he made a mistake, his head would drop a bit. He you know he'd, he'd look a bit like there was a mistake in him. It doesn't look like it now. Now he just looks composed. I think the year with Van Dijk alongside him's really matured him, yeah. made him into a world class defender at this point and. I think the form he's in, the way he's playing, dropping him would just would not make sense. I think Klopp would probably agree, and especially against the fast Tottenham side who yeah. are going to look to get at us, you need that pace at the back. I tend to agree, I think, Sam. Would you be in the same boat, Ibu, for you? Yeah, I, 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 and, and I think just the fact that he played midweek doesn't necessarily mean it. And we saw Diaz Nunes play back-to-back -back games. Yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah, he didn't play against West Ham, so he's been he's been brought back in nicely, hasn't he, Canate? Missed Wolves while he was on the bench. Kate played 10 minutes, then played, what was it, 80 against Lask. Game off against West Ham, two games. It's yeah. perfect. Like, the, the way we're handling the squad now, and giving them still minutes midweek, but it's been absolutely brilliant. Because we've got the depth to do it now. Oh, you we've got two teams, mate. We've got two yeah. good teams. Our second team will beat Everton, I'm telling you. And, mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, I think I I hope he goes. I just think we see Liverpool's strongest side available now, yeah. which which I believe he will. Absolutely. Then let's talk about what, what is Liverpool's strongest side. I suppose. <laughs> you because yeah. let's move into midfield. Then um, McAllister has been the almost been the Premier League number six. Really, yeah. hasn't he? It's yeah. been it's been chopping change elsewhere. And obviously started in last. He's, he had a really good game against Leicester. The, there's an argument to put a, a DM in against Tottenham if James Mad, especially if James Madison's mm. fit. He's almost. I know he kind of plays as an eight, but he's a he's a number ten. He's number you 10. get you get yeah. very he literally is. You get very very few number tens in the world, and it's just whether you want a bit more. If you if you want to be a bit more defensive against mm. them, you could use Endo, you could use Bacetic, but that would mean either dropping McAllister yeah. or moving him further forwards. What do you think the plan should be there? Well, look, I think Endo was brilliant second half. By the way, I think he really understood what he was supposed to do, and I think. We're probably just a month out, maybe an international break away from seeing him in the first team. I think he just needs to understand a little bit more what we're doing. Because it's a tough role, isn't it? Yeah. Um but the, the other side to that is I think the midfield three we've got now is brilliant. I think Jones has just really 
he hasn't just continued from last year. He, he looks like I'm just a Liverpool footballer now. End of conversation, rubber mm. stamp. When I'm fit, I'm in the first 13 players at Liverpool. And I think he is. So I just think that three will just continue to grow. McAllister's played the double pivot before for both Argentina and Brighton. I think he knows what to do. Every game he'll play in the six, he'll get better. I also think with Madison not being the most physical player, I know they've got two big lads who, who play with them at times, but because he's not the most physical player, I think it helps us. Whereas if you look at what West Ham had some strong lads in yeah, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, look, if Basuma and Saar play for them and they're, they're on the front foot, that might be different. But I, I do think I'd back McAllister to be able to deal with, and he'll know Basuma as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think it'll just be the three that are just growing together as a team. Curtis. Curtis, Sobersly and McAllister, yeah. Do you think that's what it'll be as well? Would you go wrong with that, Lewis, as well? Um, I agree with Sobosla and McAllister. I think the only one I'd maybe question a bit is Jones. Because like you said, they're a very... If Basuma and Saar start getting forward and start causing us problems, we might need someone with a bit more physicality. And I think Graven Birch might be the one to do that. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's... Because he's... He's great going forward at the moment, but if Trent as well is going to be coming into midfield in that inverted role, you're going to need someone who can go back and also help defend that area, similar to like what Wijnaldum used to do. And I think Graven Birch might be the one to drop into that pocket or help us overload the midfield and just stop Madison altogether. Absolutely. I mean, I, Keita did play a lot the other day as well, so yeah, yeah so they grab Birch. So we, we all find, he, 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 he swanned around that right back for a bit, yeah. but yeah, I... I I, th- see, I'm the opposite. I think Jones and Sobers are definite. Yes, and, right, and, yeah. and, then, and then it's... Does he go Endo or McAllister? I think he'll go McAllister. I understand it, but I do think there's a there is a case for an Endo or even a Bacetic because mm. I think if Madison plays well, Spurs are very very dangerous. If you can if you can not shut him down, he's a really good player. But if you can make it really difficult, yeah, now yeah. McAllister can do that. Don't get me wrong, he's, he's not bad at it. But you you might want to you might want to be. And to be fair with, with the criticism I've got Sam of Endo, I say criticism, criticism. It's, it's an observation is that yeah. he is a bit slow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Madison's not going to kill you with pace either, so it might no, not be yeah. the end of the world no, there. Yeah, you go, so there is an argument for both. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And like, I, same with Gravenberg. I think he's a very talented player. By the way, two two starts, two assists, and he, he looks like he's mm. all every bit the Liverpool player, doesn't he? In terms of his progression, but I think just to say, just on that point, I think with him, it's just again, it might just be a month too early. You know, we might go to Man City yeah, yeah. and have Gravenberg, McAllister, and you just don't, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I think Kears just knows what he's supposed to do. It's interesting you talked about Wayne Adam because I actually think Curtis is quite close to him with oh, what really? he does just in terms of he doesn't lose the ball very often mm. takes up good positions wherever Sobosly is he's kind of pivoting him on the other side quite nicely presses well I think there's a lot of that in there uh, I'm the same with Stay. I think the decision to be made at the moment would be mainly Endo in there or not I just mm. I just just thinking maybe a little bit short and playing midweek's not the end of the world because you'll see a lot of I mean, Tottenham obviously haven't got these games but you'll see a lot of teams like Arsenal made two changes the other day or something like that one of, one of them was um, moving one from up front to left mid or something like that yeah. so teams are having to play two, two similar teams who are in Europe who are competing at a much higher level or in a stronger group mm. a la Brighton um, and having to keep the same team so I think we're, we're, we're blessed he, 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 he swanned around at right back for a bit done 80 minutes then went off Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I think he'd be all right. Maybe that's the case for it. Maro in the chat said he'd go end though, McAllister's obsessed. So he'd, he'd be leaving out Curtis Jones. Dave said I'd even consider Curtis as a DM. McAllister is huh? not the DM. Okay. So I think yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think he'll go McAllister, so obviously like Jones. I, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I think I'll be thinking about Endover if I had to. I do worry about Madison. Let's move on to the yeah. forward line, Lewis. I'll start with you. Mo Salah plays. So that's not even that is neat. That's that's a thing. <laughs> it feels if Tottenham are going to play the high line, there's two ways about this. You can play a Gapo mm. and use your wingers to get to do the the the, the, the Firmino. Mane yeah. Salah thing, yeah. you go, you go. Mm. Or the flip side is you can say to the number nine who loves running in behind, go and have a little go at mm. them to Darwin. Mm. What do you think he does up front? I honestly, I think Nunez needs to start this. Yeah. Uh, I think you look at Tottenham's back line and it's quite weak. I mean, Udogi is a good player, but Van de Ven and Romero, they can be got out. We saw that against Arsenal. Van de Ven's yeah. rapid, I would say that, but, yeah. but you're right, you can get him behind. Him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's, he's, you know, he's still fairly new to the league. Yeah. I think if this was last season when we had midfielders who couldn't do what we needed them to do, like yeah, maybe yeah. Milner, Henderson, you'd play a Gakpo to support them. Yeah. But with the midfield we've got and the energy they've got, there's no reason Nunez can't be constantly trying to get him behind, causing them problems. And I think the the fear he puts into defenders they don't know what to do with him they don't yeah. know what he's going to, I don't even think he knows what he wants to do half the time so start him and then alongside him I'd say Diaz purely because I think he's got a good track record against Tottenham yeah. um, and he always I think him against Pedro Porro yeah there's a few bit. who's their left back space uh, Udagi Udagi so you'd, yeah, you'd him, think Salah he's been good they've, all, they've, they've been okay but yeah. you can't get at them and I agree it does feel so I think Salah and Diaz are actually nailed on Same. they're going to play it's whatever he does up front I'm, I don't know what you are with Lewis I think I would go Nunez maybe the fact that he didn't start in midweek as well maybe points mm. towards that but in a team who, who let you get in behind them it does feel like Darwin could be a really good option yeah it does and look I, like, I didn't think Jota played very well the other day but he scored so mm. that's what Jota's got in that's him Jota's game <laughs> yeah, and, and I thought Gapo was brilliant throughout the whole game to be honest I think he got his goal looked sharp should have scored again very unlucky in the first half um, and I just, I just, I, but I just think when Nunez comes on and when Nunez plays, in fact, and the fact that you've got Jota and Gapo to bring on, yeah. it's not like you think, ah, oh, we could do it just being tight and then bringing Nunez on for the last 30. You can go out with Nunez now and then bring on two quality footballers yeah. as well. So I just think, yeah, I think the balance of our side, Nunez, Diaz, potentially Salah, stretching spares, creating space between. We saw what the uh, the Hungarian beautiful man did in <laughs> midweek. Um, so I think there's, there's so much positivity in there and, and playing play Nunes stretching their line back making them drop five yards deeper mm. creates space for those kind of goals to happen so by the way yeah, yeah. 
and also the flip side if they try and push up and, and condense the, the space Trent over the top oh mate it's just it's set up for us it's dead interesting to see what Spurs do if they just go and do the same thing again it's wild they'll have to have a yeah, really yeah. good game because but it's set up for us to just Alex here in the chat says Diaz, Nunes and Salah should be the front three for the That's big it. games that yeah. is the but Luke right. goes away Luke says I'd go Gapo to start with and then Nunes if there are some tired legs that, that, is, the, that yeah. is a thought yeah. to that but I, I, I think given that they're going to do what we think they're going to do I, I don't think it would be Mad if Liverpool do go a bit more direct as well. Lewis, yeah. like Tottenham won't. Tottenham very, very rarely. They don't want to go long anymore. They used mm. to give it to Kane, he'd hold it up and then he'd do that thing. They yeah. don't, they're a bit different. They want to play through you. I wouldn't be shocked if Liverpool do go and be a bit more direct. And if that's the case, Darwin has to be the man, doesn't he? Really? I think we need to because I think if we concede in the first 20 minutes, as we've been prone to, I mean, it yeah. could be a nightmare, honestly. And I agree with the comment there. I mean, Nunez coming on when they've got tired legs. We saw against Arsenal, Tottenham look leggy towards the end because they don't have a bench capable yeah. of bringing anyone on. Especially with the injuries. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, the only player they can really bring on is Rich Arlison. Who's probably going to start. Do you reckon, yeah? Well, they've got to because um, Johnson's not going to play. Uh, yeah, if Johnson's true. out, then he, he might go Rich Arlison. Move Son out. I don't know. It, it's a tough one. Yeah. What's the other kid called Solomon? Is it? Yyeah. So they've got Solomon. a few. Well, they've got that. So who's their bench if the if if Richarlison, Son, um, and Kulishevsky and Madison So they've start. got Richarlison, Solomon, Solomon, Hoiberg, Skip, nah. Dyer. None of them. So it, you, my guess is I don't think I don't think they play Richarlison left. Don't yeah. I think they probably go Solomon on the wing. Probably. Interesting. Because he's not going to move Son. I don't think he can. No. Do you not safe. think Richardson's more fitter for the left? No, I, he didn't. He play there for Everton. And yeah, he can. He all, could yeah. do. Yeah, you are right. Yeah. We have, we are, we, there's, there's, there's plenty of ways to do. It, but like I say, they'll be desperate for James Madison to be fit. That's it's like it. But, and, the, and the thing is, if he does play and he's not a hundred percent, is he going to be able to do the ninety anyway? Yeah. And if you remember what happened against Newcastle, I know we had ten men, which was wild. But but we are our team and West Ham. We we didn't just imp- we didn't improve. We improved because of the legs, not because necessarily mm. because of the players. But we were able to sustain the quality for ninety. Yeah, with Spurs having no subs, Dyer's not coming on and changing no. the game. Neither's Hoiberg. Neither's Skip. Emerson. You might have yeah. one player who, who, who up front who might add a bit of energy. But it's like saying Lucas Moore on back in the day. It's not going to do nothing. Well, you've got players who have gone from playing a very defensive system where they don't have to move much yeah. to run, run, yeah. run, and don't stop. And I, we score the most goals towards the end of the game. So I think when their legs start to go, yeah. that's when we can maybe really get at them and cause them. Major that might problems. be when you, that that could be just the time, couldn't it? I suppose yeah. Liverpool's, Liverpool's bench is really strong, because we've we've debated there what the team is going to be. And either way, you, you know, you mentioned that team that played against Leicester or against last good players on it. You know, Graven Birch won't be in this, probably won't start. Mm. Elliot, probably again, you mentioned Ender before. Two of Diaz, sorry, two of Diaz, Jota, Nunez. Gakpo. And Gapo aren't going to be on the pitch. One of Go, one of Gomez and Trent. Well, yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, does, it does suggest that if Liverpool can keep this one tight, and like I say, a lot of people in the comments said we'll probably just win three one again. Uh, <laughs> Liam, there's, I'm not gonna lie, I think it's three one. We seem to love that score, and it, it does feel like one of the reasons the three one is a thing is that we can't outlast teams a little bit. Now I'm sick of Liverpool letting the first goal in and not starting well, yeah. and Tottenham. I've shown that he can score in bunches, so you gotta be careful about that. Yeah. You know, one nil down for about fifteen minutes could be two against Tottenham because yeah. they are that good. But it does Liverpool feel like they've got the legs to get to ninety hundred minutes of it is that because the bench is so strong? Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think, like you say about outlasting teams, which is why when you're thinking about scores, which we always talk about at the end of the show, but 
it, it, it's hard now to go 1-0 Liverpool 1-0 is mad with us like yeah. Mo Salah on his own can be 1-0 you know what I mean let alone yeah. the other four unbelievable players got you know Elliot buzzing around off the bench he's brilliant when he comes on he's like a B isn't he with quality you know he makes the challenge before Endo makes the be- lovely pass to Sobis like it's Elliot's strong challenge on about the 80th minute or whatever it was you know, to play the ball you know, to win it back and he's played 80 minutes we're full of energy we're full of competition the, the vibes in the squad looks really positive like I think, yeah, we look, we don't want to be going 1-0 down. We've conceded three or four stupid early goals. and I think, But I think Spurs is one of those games, a little bit like West Ham, to be fair, where we will be switched on. Um, I know Trent made the mistake against Newcastle, but you know, even against Chelsea, we were switched on for the first 20 minutes. We were on it, we were yeah. on it. And I think we know we've got to be here. Everybody will be sharp. You know, Don't take any stupid chances first 15. That crowd will be great. But if we are on top or we score first, it will dull down. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just the way it goes. So, yeah, big, big, big opportunity for us. I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm really ready for it. I look forward to it. Suppose well, let's title it. Right? At the moment, we're not quite sure Liverpool season's going to be. I think we'd all agree it looks like we're going to have a really good season. You know, we, we haven't really, we haven't even touched upon like Dominic Sabah's line and the impact he's had, uh, and he's, he's fucking brilliant, which helps. But it, it feels like at the moment we're, off, we're on course for a good season. Liverpool go spares away, Brighton away. Yeah. If the obviously there's a there's the Union game in the middle as well. If Liverpool can win those two league games, I think all of a sudden it goes from oh right, oh this was an improvement to oh my god, Liverpool could win the league yeah. again. I think these are two massive games, aren't they? And again, a way a good Spurs side haven't they, you know one of the four unbeaten teams in the Premier League so far. If Liverpool can go and win at Tottenham, I think all of a sudden eyes and eyebrows and ears start pricking up and like oh hang on a minute, these are these are for real. Is that that's the sense I get anyway? Yeah, 100%. And we, it's happened the past few seasons. I think it was a couple of years ago we went top uh, going into Christmas when we beat Tottenham. It's happened a lot of times. And I think just as big as it is a uh, period coming up for us, City have got Wolves, Arsenal, Brighton. Chelsea, United, they've got a really tough yeah. October. No, so, Rodri. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, Rodri, exactly. And it, that's well, back to look at, well, we're back to We're back to looking at Man City again. Before, Where's this yeah. come from? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, you know, it, it's just as big for us as it is for anyone. I think we can easily get six points out of this. Um, Brighton in particular as well. They don't like it when they've got all the possessions, so we know how to play against them. Tottenham, it's going to be end-to-end. It's going to be goals galore, but we can get at them. We can beat them. And like you said, we've got the squad capable of doing it where if we sustain an injury, you know, fingers crossed in this game, we don't. We can just bring someone in for the next game and we've got capable players who can get us six points from this. And beyond that, there's no reason we can't think, right, City are going to drop points eventually. The way we keep going, we could easily get yeah. to the top and stay there. How do you think it's going to go in this? How do you see a panel out? Yeah, I do. I think you know we've already talked about looking into next week. I think I think Brighton have got a problem with Marseille away on Thursday, but that'll come. We'll talk about that next week. For me, this game's the big one because mm. they're unbeaten. They've just gone and got a draw to Arsenal. They've beat United at home. They're probably considered one of the top four or five teams in the league at the moment. They've gone out the League Cup early, stupidly shows their squad depth. I think. Um, so they haven't got much to play for till January, apart from consolidating top four. This this game's massive because if they do lose, they'll drop out the top four, and we'll go, you know, top second again, whatever it whatever it helps us. But it's a big market to go to. Went to Newcastle and won, but people have question marks about Newcastle. Got a point at Chelsea. People question that and question Chelsea big time, and rightly so. Going to Spurs in this in this mood mm. and winning. Would be a real statement of intent. Like I said, I think this is the game because I think I actually think Brighton will look after itself with the with the Europa League coming in. Yeah. So yeah, um, do you think they win on the weekend? I think it'll finish Tottenham two, Liverpool four. Wow, it's a 
That's some game. But now. I think we'll control the game. I think it'll just end up looking wild. Yeah. What do you think, Lewis? How do you see this one going? Uh, similar vein, but I'm saying three two. I'm just going to say 31 again because yeah, right. it's, it's the odds on favour, isn't yeah. it? At some point, you've got to just the history is instructive yeah. and you've got to go for it. But I am, I am very respectful of Tottenham. Mm. I, I am. This is not the same Tottenham that we're used no. to playing, where you know the whole Spursy thing. I think they've, I think they're in such good spirits, Sam. That that you know, he used to always think against Tottenham. Oh, well, same old Tottenham. You know, you just give them a slap and they'll 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 bend over. This and just and just Tottenham it does feel a bit different. He's. The mood's different there. They're playing really good football. They like the manager for a change, yeah, but they've yeah. the last few. That place can't have... I was there last year when we won 2-1, and when they scored, it it, it is a rock. It rocks that place. It's a, yeah. it's a very loud stadium. Mm. It's not going to be easy for the Reds, but it feels like we all trust them. Is that fair enough? Yeah, I, I, yeah. and it's the ability we've got. Like it's it's. Have you seen the video flying around the Trent and Sobers, like whacking the ball at each other in the gym? And it's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like That's what it's about now. We've got players, I keep saying this show after show, the technical ability of our team is just improving. Mm. I just, I, I, I think it's a real... A real peg to, to get this. I think it's a, it's a proper notch to, to, for the bedpost, shall we say? Um, if we go, if we go and win at Spurs, a big stadium on a Saturday night, few beers and the fans maybe before the game, so we can get them up for it. And I just think, yeah, I think it's a massive game. But I think Spurs' confidence and, and the result last week might actually say hate them but they might be a little bit naive in this I think we know what we're going to I think they'll come into it flying out the traps mm. and they, and for that reason I think it, it could play into our hands look when they beat City they had Nuno in charge Mourinho sitting back Conte and they, they kind of they have to play a certain way because they know they can't go toe to toe with City and it works it's the two styles gelling you know this is like a boxer you know Deontay Wilder wants you to come out throwing big bombs at him so we can just knock you out he doesn't want a defensive mover that's what Liverpool and City don't want either. What we want is someone to come out, push the lineup, and go. Go on, let's play because we beat you at your own game, and that's kind of where my score prediction comes from. Absolutely, let's see how it all pans out, guys. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks all you guys for tuning in for the match preview. If you're not watching this live, do leave your thoughts in the comments section below. Let us know how you think it's going to go at the weekend. Who would you start? What score prediction? All that kind of stuff. So if you listen to this as a podcast, you can get involved in the socials as well. In terms of the game itself, here on Redmen, you will have Paul and Chris in for the watch along. So come and join the guys Saturday afternoon, half five kickoff. So they'll be live about. 4.15 or so with the team news uh, with the Uncensored Match Build-Up show there and then of course the watch along from 5.15 so get yourselves involved have a wonderful weekend and yeah let's hope Liverpool can go and beat Tottenham see you all later <laughs>